You are listening to Gangland Wire, hosted by former Kansas City Police Intelligence Unit Detective Gary Jenkins. Welcome, all you wiretappers out there. Back here in the studio of Gangland Wire, as you can tell, if you're on YouTube, I am doing some clips from the Michael D. Leonardo interview because it was so interesting and I feel like this would be worthwhile to put up some bonus episodes every once in a while in case you forgot about it or you never really got around to listening to the entire uh, show. He was the most interesting guy. He was a Gambino soldier made by Sammy the Bull Gravano in the what became the Gotti family. So this is just a little short clip that I've got. And he tells the blow-by-blow description of the night that he got made by Sammy the Bull and why Sammy the Bull was the one who presided over the ceremony is, is just really interesting. So thanks a lot for listening and supporting the podcast. Don't forget to hit me up on Venmo and, uh, and on PayPal. I always hate asking for money, but you know, I mean, I put a lot of work into this, but I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, I, I got some ex- out of pocket expenses. And so, uh, buy me a shot in the beer every once in a while on Venmo. I appreciate it at gangland wire or my website gangland wire has a PayPal donate button. And I've got, I don't know, two or 300 back episodes. I need to take some more of those out. I'm getting so many of them in there. I don't have advertisements on my podcast. You might notice uh, I do have advertisement advertisements on YouTube, although that didn't really amount to anything till you get a million downloads and then you can start making some money. Enjoy folks. Well, they seen the bright star, the shining star in John Gotti at that time. He was on his way and he just came out of prison. I believe a couple of years before around that area. I'm not sure that that was my first encounter with John. The next one was when he took over. You know, my friends had some business out in Queens. I went out there with them a couple of times and there was some John guy, got guys in the gold business and stuff like that. But I never really got involved. I've never seen John, but I knew his presence now and who he was. So when my friends had some business out there, uh, with the stolen jewelry or whatever the hell they were doing, I went along for a ride just in case. Cause I, you know, I could always, uh, somebody gave a problem, I could always, uh, you know, invoke where I'm from. Anyway, that was the last of John until he takes over. So uh, you become a made guy. Now, can can you can you tell my people out here and tell me uh, how that went down? It was uh, proposed several different times at, at early on, early 80s, late 70s, early 80s. But then the mid-80s, my brother got killed. There was something over drugs with another family. So that knocked me off the, off the list for a little while. And then later on, you know, things just happened. There's a list that was stopped and there was all favors done. It came to be that when after John, uh, Sammy and Frank Chico and Al killed Paul, uh, you have to show up more and show your face. John was of the mentality, if I don't see you, I don't know you, not yet. Mate. Mm-hmm. He told me that later on in life, later on down the road. But that was his mentality. So you would have to go around more often. So in going around more often, uh, you know, these lists are put out. Uh, he, I guess he approved of me. The list went out, and uh, he was going to put me on a list with his son to get straightened out, which is an honor, you know, because uh, he felt like uh, they're royalty. He, later on in life, again, if he's you not know, a god, he feel like they're royalty at one point. At all points, I should say, not at one point. So I was honored to be on the list with his son. So John, feeling a need for a, a little protocol, does not show up. He don't want to show a little nepotism there, so he has... Uh, Gravano, Franco Cassio, and his brother 
Gene, who's the captain at the time, and a whole bunch of other captains do the ceremony. So John stayed away from it, which would have been nice if he would have been there at that time. I mean, you, want, you want the boss there, but we understood the protocol and what message John wanted to send. I was told to, uh, you're going to get shamed out. When I give you a call and tell you, hey, Michael, come with a suit, that's the night. I got that call, you know, a couple of days before, and uh, I was told it's, it's going to be Christmas Eve. So Christmas Eve, John had everybody down at the Ravenite on Mulberry Street. Anyway, so, you know, Christmas Eve party, uh, Christmas party. So we went down to uh, this club uh, uh, on Mulberry Street, and then we walked down to where uh, this apartment was. And I, I walk in the apartment, and there's two separate doors, one to the left, one to the right. I go into the one to the left, and Jackie, who was my, Jackie D'Amico, who was my captain, goes into one to the right. So I walk in there, there's uh, four other gentlemen, and then we're waiting in the room, and, uh, you know, the, the door, one door knocks, and you get out, one guy goes in, which was Junior first, and uh, he goes into the room, and they do the ceremony. Next guy goes in, that was the third knock. So when I walk in, there's a big rectangle of table with Gravano, Lucasio, and uh, D'Amico sitting in the front, and all these other captains sitting around the table. So you walk in a room, and you sit down, they sit down, they ask you, you know why you're here? And the obvious answer is uh, yes, right? No. You got to say no. You got to start out this life with a lie. The first thing you do is lie. No. <laughs> well, you know why you're there. So he says, uh, we've been watching you for a long time. This is not a club. This is a secret society. Do you like these men in this room? Then you got to answer. He says, uh, would you like to be part of our society? And you answer in the affirmative. He says, um, hold it. Which finger you shoot with? And you stick out your, my trigger finger. There's a picture of a saint, a, uh, a needle, and uh, matches. So he says, uh, I'm going to prick your finger, put blood on the saint, and light it on fire and put it in the palm of your hands. And you're going to repeat after me. We go through that. So as the saint's burning in your hand, you, you're rolling it back and forth so you don't get burned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to just roll it around. You crumple it up and you roll it around. And you say, if I betray the oath of a murder, may my soul burn in hell like the saint. So you drop the ashes on the floor. Congratulations, and you go around that you go around, you kiss everybody, everybody gives you congratulations, you come back in, you put uh, everybody, what they call locking in, everybody holds hands around the whole table, hmm. and uh, they say whatever stays in this, whatever said in this room stays in this room. It's called locking in. And they do it in Sicilian, but that, that's what it's said. So uh, now you sit down at the table uh, with the other two guys that were ahead of me, John and this guy Dom. The other two guys go through the same ceremony. Now they read you uh, the rules, rules and regulations. And everything is what you could get killed for. So, you know, you don't deal drugs. One captain takes that. You don't deal in stocks and bonds. Another captain takes that. Now, the guy who says you don't deal drugs is a major, major drug dealer. <laughs> major yeah. dealer. <laughs> and there's a Patsy Conti, another international heroin dealer. <laughs> and you look it around, you know, yeah, I'm an independent thinker. I'm a pragmatic guy. You know, I, you don't ask what you would think or whatever say that because you're being, you may not leave the room. So, you know, and everybody thinks, I say, wow, what hypocrisy here, you know, the town you could get killed for. So everything everybody tells you you could get killed for, you go, you raise your hands up, hey, you're going to get killed. Uh, you go with your, your, another member's wife or daughter and you're married, or, or you go with another member's wife, no matter married or not, you're getting killed. But if you're married and you go with a made member's relative, daughter, niece, etc., you're going to get killed. So at one point, you know, they're finishing up and they said, any questions? I would have raised my hand and say, is there anything we could do as criminals that we, that we don't get killed for? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, the stocks, the, the stocks and bonds, you ended up making some money out of stocks and bonds, as I understand. Oh, they, they made money in stocks and bonds. <laughs> yeah, There's another hypocrisy. So most of these rules 
uh, hypocrisy and, uh, you know, they're taking advantage of it and have been before and after taking yeah. advantage of it. So, uh, you know, that's, that's basically uh, what the ceremony was. You know, it's, it was a very proud moment. You know, it's a, you know, it's a, a moment that I, I made it an accomplishment. like going to college and graduate med school. This time and effort and energy and, and uh, you know, practical learning. Uh, just like you're doing anything else. Any profession, it's you, the pinnacle. And here I am. Well, folks, that was great. I tell you what, that was uh, uh, that description that Mikey Scars or Michael D. Leonardo gave me and gave you all of being made by Sammy the Bull Gravano and being made into the Gotti family was just, uh, man, that was, that was the best, best interview I ever did. Uh, you know, he really likes Gotti too. I noticed, you notice how he said the Gotti family were like royalty, although they did kind of, one of them, I think Peter Gotti kind of turned on him in the end and didn't give him what he had coming. So, and that's, that's the cardinal sin for a mob guy is don't give them, don't give them what they think they've got coming and, and you're dead meat to them. Uh, but it was fascinating. This is just another one of a short bonus episodes that I'm doing, taken from the Michael D. Leonardo interview. It was so interesting. It was such, it was so articulate and it was uh, good firsthand information. You know, the, uh, his description of the making ceremony, of course, he could have read that somewhere else because everywhere you find a first person account of a making ceremony, it's exactly the same. I mean, uh, coming into the outer room and then being brought into an inner room, another room, and men standing around the table and the uh, uh, pricking the finger and burning the card. Uh, there's some little differences in them, but I know the one that uh, at the Patriarcha family that the FBI recorded, uh, they had a lot of the same things, especially the conversation afterwards about what you can do and what you can't do. And God, he was hilarious when he said, well, you know, is there anything we can do as criminals that we aren't going to get killed for? I, I don't understand that. No stocks and bonds. Uh, do you? Uh, but it was fascinating. It was great. You know, this is one thing we like about this one thing. I think I like about the mob. And I think a lot of you guys too, is they're so reflective of the greater society, the society, the society in which we all live in. You know, when I came on the police department, I had to swear uh, to protect and serve and protect the citizens of Kansas city and you know, hold my hand up and stand up in front of a, uh, an authority figure, if you will, the chairman of the police board, same way when a soldier goes in the military, you stand up in front of an authority figure, maybe just a sergeant at that time, or probably an officer and raise his right hand and, and swear to protect and preserve the constitution or any, uh, political, um, office requires that Hell, even a, uh, uh, fraternity requires certain swearing in ceremonies or a sorority. Uh, I think anything you go into when I was admitted to the bar, I had to stand up in front of a judge and he read some words in front of me and, I had to swear that I would uh, practice law and uh, be ethical and a whole list of other things. And so, uh, and in and, and all those organizations, and there's rules that you find out afterwards that you can't do, or you're going to be killed, or maybe you're just going to be uh, uh, transferred, or you're just going to be uh, suspended, or you're going to have your pay doctor. But it, it just really is so reflective of the greater society. Now, the only difference and what we find fascinating about the mob is they're just like us. They have those same kind of traditions. Uh, they have wives and families, but 
they just don't believe the rules, the regular rules apply to them like Tony Soprano. You know, he just wanted to supply uh, a good living for his family. Uh, He wanted to provide for his kids. Uh, When his kids wanted something, he wanted to get it for them. Now, he just didn't believe that the regular rules applied to him. Now, uh, I guess we all would like to live like that. I I don't know, maybe secretly down deep. I I don't think really down deep. I, uh, in some way I want to live like that. Maybe I'm just more want to see people that live like that. I don't think I really want to. And besides the, uh, I I can't, I can't take the consequences. What about you guys? Can you take the consequences of, of living outside the rules? I don't think I can. So anyhow, don't forget to hit me up on Venmo at gangland wire, uh, you can rent my movies, Gangland Wire or Brothers Against Brothers, which I'm particularly proud of. The last one I did, I've got another one in the works. Be, a, be out this fall, rent them on Amazon. You can uh, uh, get my book uh, as a Kindle book, and you can listen to the actual audio from the wiretaps and the skimming trials that I was able to snag from the FBI. It's called Leaving Vegas, how the FBI wiretaps ended Las Vegas domination. And most importantly, tell a friend about the podcast and tune in again next week. Thank you, folks. Music provided by our good friend and super fan from Portland, Oregon, Casey McBride. Thanks, Casey.